Yo, 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 it's Zaria, and today I'm here with Max Meyer, Leela Garden, and Kayla Benefield. And today we're going to be talking about school priorities as they relate to drugs in schools and FOMO. So I know that personally I have seen people use drugs just crazily in school. Um, We personally had an experience where someone hotboxed the entire hallway and it was really insane they didn't really do anything about it but they do have um priorities about dress code and tardy policies and we just haven't seen anything happen with drugs but how does that look in you guys' schools my school's had some pretty bad issues ever since i was a freshman um i don't think i'm gonna name it here but uh it's in Kennesaw, Georgia, and the high school in question, like we, when I was a freshman, there was a incident on my lacrosse team where one of the seniors overdosed in the school bathroom on drugs. Um, that same senior went on to then um, kill someone in her car while she was un- driving under the influence, and it just like really shows like how much drugs can really ruin your life. Um, like as going through high school, like we've had teammates green out, which is like when you smoke so much weed that you throw up and like she had to be hospitalized. People have gotten in trouble multiple times with admin but I feel like whenever people get in trouble they never really like actually fix the issue like it feels almost like a slap on the wrist I agree um I've had my own like personal like in freshman year I ended up getting suspended for um giving like a girl an edible that she bought with her own money and I got it for her and so what happens when you um in DeKalb County because I go to DeKalb County school your first offense you get sent to this program on like a Saturday morning and pretty much you're there for the whole day and they're just, it's like going through the code of conduct. You guys have code of conducts in your school? Yeah. 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 So it's like going through the code of conduct, but only for the drug section for the whole day. It doesn't really change your opinion on anything. Like if you're a teenager and you're already going out of your way to purchase drugs, walk to wherever to get an edible being in a library in a different school for like seven hours is not going to change your mind about it whatsoever i guess yeah yeah Yeah, i I definitely think the restrictions on drugs and the consequences should be harsher for stuff like that because it's kind of like sitting in a classroom like you said and listening to stuff like that is not going to change your opinion we need to have classes that educate and inform students Mm -hmm. you know on like the actual consequences that can come from that like you said max how someone died from right a person it could have been intervened at some point and i don't think schools especially now because drug accessibility now we have like social media it's not the Mm -hmm. same as when our when the administration was in school it literally just takes going onto snapchat to find like weed and i know weed may not seem harmful but as you said like kids can green out and what happened with the girl who took I wasn't exposed to it, but he actually greened out and I ended up getting like in trouble for it. And when you, the how easy it was for me to get it, how easy it was for her and me to get it, they don't understand, I don't feel like. And it's scary. yeah, it's scary. And I think everybody is kind of ignorant in the situation, even kids, because I definitely, I definitely can see how I was ignorant in this situation. I see how. My parents were ignorant in the situation. I see how her parents were ignorant. Everybody was just like not fully educated on just how first how easily accessible this was, how harmful they could be, and how you go about it afterwards. Like it's not 
there's not yeah. a conversation around that right now, I feel like. And I, I, at my school, I walk in the bathroom to look in the mirror. There's a whole group of girls vaping, doing mm-hmm. drugs, in between class changes. And it's kind of like, this is an everyday thing. This is a daily thing. And I'm just thinking to myself, how are how is administration not checking these areas that people hide in to do drugs like every day? Yeah. It's kind of like, how are these girls getting away with it constantly? And that smell flows into the hallways, and you can smell the nicotine. It's kind of like... everyone knows. Yeah, everyone, everyone knows. Everyone knows. Right. Like, teachers know. Like, at my school, they blatantly make jokes, which is like, yeah, it's silly, but it's at the same time, it's also not a real issue. Right, do you guys have drug dogs? No. We do. I have We've had them come into our school a few times, but not as much as they should. <laughs> and people notified other people before the drug dogs got to our mm-hmm. hallway. Like, oh, they're having the drug dogs. Hide your drugs. Yeah. So it wasn't really effective. I don't know how often ours come. I don't see them a lot of the time because, like, the route for my classes, I'm in the same hallway all day. But I know they come, like, at least twice a semester, probably more. Um, and they sniff cars and everything, and they always find something. But I just, I feel like, could a drug dog smell a vape that's not a nicotine vape? Like, mm-hmm. like with weed in it, THC? Like, like if, it doesn't, if it doesn't have weed in it, like if it doesn't, oh, like just regular nicotine, is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't believe they do. I mean, I think they can. I don't know. Think. I mean, let me not be ignorant. <laughs> I, I don't know. Like if, I feel like if drug dogs are like in the school, I feel like more kids would be getting caught if that was the case. Because kids find the find ways to get around things. Right. It's I was like just what teenagers just, are good at. I was just about to say it, if they if we really want it, we're going to get it. If we really want to do it, we're going to do it. Point blank. Period. Like a drug dog, definitely does not stop kids from bringing drugs into school getting suspended doesn't get doesn't stop like it doesn't matter if they want to smoke in school they're going to do it whether it be like with the nicotine um thc carts anything like that have y'all had any personal encounters with just like the drug epidemic at your school and had it affect you personally um yeah actually i was friends with these group of girls since elementary school and when we transitioned into high school you know they wanted to start trying drugs and doing weed and vaping because you know it's become a popular thing now it's become the norm so it's kind of like if you're not trying these things you know what are you doing you're no fun you know so I was definitely peer pressured to try certain substances but yeah I feel like a lot of kids nowadays are being peer pressured into things that they don't want to do but they're going to do it anyway so they can fit in. Mm-hmm. Kind of like FOMO, you know, fear of missing out. Yeah, um, for me, it's just more so like on my um, my lacrosse team, like we've had a lot of issues in the past with things, and it definitely influences like athletes. Like we had some girls that were very in shape when I was a freshman. They were like the seniors that year. All of them were super fast, super athletic, and you could just see like how like the more that they vaped and the more that they got involved with all of these things, like how their bodies just started to kind of like deteriorate how it like was physically affecting them um and like obviously it affected like our play of course because like we weren't playing as strong as we usually could but that's like the least of my worries because it's like this was a girl that used to be able to run like a six minute mile and now she's like dying after running for a minute like that's it's a problem it's not okay like things are happening to people's bodies and it's not healthy yeah um with my own personal experience coming back into high school from being out of school because i started ninth grade right when schools opened up officially I definitely fell into that like going skipping class and smoking with my friends self-sufficient my friends told me that but like it came a lot from anxiety 
and everybody was a completely different person we came back to school and my friends we were disconnected I was disconnected from like everything I didn't know how to function in school anymore and I turned to smoking weed like just to get through the school day and luckily enough for me it didn't turn out to be like I didn't get into any other drugs besides that but I knew I do know kids who were facing bigger problems who literally were coming to school like doped up on pills and like permit like sipping lean and stuff like that and even though I did have an intervention with um like a school counselor it was not it wasn't helpful in any way like it took it took my own it took me choosing to stop for me to like actually make an improvement and it's the same for other people who I know who have like faced similar situations they chose they had to like on their own will remove themselves from that situation because honestly these like a lot of adults really don't understand like the gravity or like how intense like drug use can be in this day and age when it's literally everywhere around us like it's hard to like you said going to the bathroom there's girls smoking like there's there's girls smoking flat out in the bathroom how it's really hard like not to do it especially when you already have a history of doing it yeah and you want to quit especially since society makes it like so normal not society but like teen culture right I would it's say. like even even if you look at like our tv shows like euphoria yeah. like don't act like, like you didn't want to like sit in your bedroom all day not wanting to pee because of root because yeah. everybody wanted to be root for like a good two seconds people really romanticize it I right it's very romanticized problems. too and once you get into it it's hard to get out like addiction is real yeah. <laughs> it is so and we real. got content online social media tiktok right. pushing this image that you know if you're a teenager and you're not having a sneaky link, what are you doing? <laughs> if you're a teenager and you're not smoking weed and getting high, oh, I'm high right now, what are you doing? Yeah. It's kind of like like um, Max said, romanticizing it and making it seem like, oh, if you're not doing this, you're missing out because mm-hmm. this is cool, this is fun, this is new, this is popular. Right. It's stuff that you should be doing or, you know, what are you doing with your youth? And it's just not, it's really hard to kind of deviate from that path Literally. and focus on the important things, yeah. you know? Like, all of the majority of my friends and their knowledge they got from drugs or the knowledge they have for drugs came from social media yeah. like going on tiktok it takes me probably like three scrolls before i have a drug related tiktok on my for you page yeah i've had my friends like my friends who smoke i don't have a personal account with drugs but i've had at least three people recommend me people who sell edibles who right. sp- sell weed tell me i'll oh, go to this page and get this whenever you decide to smoke and it's really just crazy how accessible it is and how peer pressure can really have that effect of like, here, just take this Instagram and go do it. Come on, just try it, just try it, just try right, it. Right, right. And I remember this one time, another personal experience, I went to a party. This was my junior year of high school. I'm a senior now. But my junior year of high school, I went to a party. And these are friends that I've been friends with for a long time. You know, I moved school, so we're keeping in touch. She invited me to her party. And we're, it's a sleepover, so we're just chilling on the bed. And all of a sudden, she reaches in her sock drawer and pulls out this weed. And I'm just like, oh. where did, <laughs> how did it go from 1 to 100? Right. Like, yeah. we were just talking about boys and stuff, and she just pull, casually pulls out a pack of weed from her sock drawer. And all of a sudden, she pops open the window so her parents can smell it so it would, you know, mm-hmm. air out. And she starts doing weed. Oh, you want to try this? Like, 
you should definitely try this. Like, this is so good. And it wasn't the girl doing the weed who was saying that, but this other girl at the party who was like, you haven't done that? You should definitely try it. Like, it's like, it's kind of like, like I said earlier, peer pressure. And it yeah. can come in, like, the smallest ways. And, you know, it doesn't take a lot for a teenager, you know, whose frontal lobe hasn't even developed right. it yet. Takes, you have to be 25, like, yes, they're saying 25 years old. To make good decisions, you know? You mm-hmm. have to have a firm foundation in something so you can you know stay the you are what really concerns me is that like um according to like the study by drug watch um like it it's like a 2023 study on like the most um like amount percentage of students that they've been based by state it says that georgia is like the second lowest state for like percentage of high schoolers what? that they at like 17 percent which, like, if this is how bad it is here, like, I don't even want to think about how bad it is in, like, West Virginia, which I said was, like, the highest, which is, like, 35.7%. Yeah. And, like, obviously the data might be a little skewed because, like, kids might lie in the surveys or whatever. And, yeah. like, the sample population might not be great. But, I mean, I feel like that's still, comparing it to other states, like, that's very concerning to me. Yeah. Imagine, like, it always, like, the first thing that I always think about is, like, why, what is making these kids turn to that? So, it's kind of fucked. Yeah. yeah, I know my I had a group of friends in my junior physics class and they would literally our teacher really didn't care. He was really chill. So they would always leave during the entire class period to go hit their carts and they never got caught. They door dashed one time, one time and the, all the administrators came and took them to ISS. And That's mind great. you, like they were failing the class. They were skipping like they were not focused at all. It was a big problem. Like anybody with two pairs of eyes be like. <laughs> Uh, this is a problem, but they DoorDash yeah. one time. We're really slick about it, and they got in big trouble. Yeah. So schools really just need to open their eyes and realize if these are the statistics, I need yeah. to be paying. What attention. are you doing wrong? Yeah. I think one of the big problems is like the ratio of like student to admin is getting very imbalanced. Especially at my school, we have like two thousand two hundred students and only like five ad- admin people. Right. Wow. Like how are they supposed to account and make sure that every single kid is? on the right track i guess it's it's impossible <laughs> it really is it feels like it's almost like the system is almost against it in a way like mm-hmm. it's so hard to actually get any change too because the like principal can only do so much and like teachers can only do so much because of like all of the hoops they have to go through and like from my understanding like if a kid is caught vaping at school the typical procedure at least at my school is for them to be taken to admin and their parents are told and then, like, if your parents don't care, if your parents aren't involved, then, like, it doesn't do anything. Yeah. Because there's so many kids that will get in trouble, and then they come back, and they're literally in the bathroom the next day. Like, what do they do? Yeah, so, like, data analysis says that um, THC cart sales have doubled from $1 billion in 2018 to, like, $2.3 million in 2022. And it goes to show now more than ever marketing for cannabis products is convenience so yeah i definitely think this all ties into spiritual warfare and how kids are turning to temporary pleasures to try to find peace in that when the only thing you can really find peace in is jesus christ so um i definitely feel like drugs is a big temporary thing there but yeah definitely are there any statements y'all want to leave our audience with before we close um, being cool in high school is not the end-all be-all. There's so much more important stuff in life. Yeah. Uh, pain 
is temporary. Swag is forever. <laughs> I'm joking. But yeah, don't... When you're in a dark space in your life, sometimes it seems like substance is the only thing that will ease you. But there are there are people out there who will listen to you. There are people out there who will give you the time yeah. and try to help you through whatever pain you're going through, whether that be something at home, whether that be personal issues into like internal demons that you're fighting you can there's somebody out there who will listen to you and lend you a shoulder to cry on um one thing i would say is really try to narrow down your friend group you know maybe it's your friends influencing you to do things that you don't want to do you know try to find friends who have who are on that same spiritual level as you with christ so you can ask them for advice or pick up some scriptures to rest on you know but yeah i'm gonna say don't fall into peer pressure prioritize yourself yes. don't do drugs kids thanks for tuning in guys we'll see you on our next episode Happy Red Ribbon Week. Bye. bye bye for more teen related content subscribe to vox we'll see you next time